Hi, this is Joe, and this is Joe Reviews Intersections on his walk to work. Episode 11, Pressler and Fanon. Welcome to the final, last, ultimate, last-to-last finale episode of my podcast. It's over. Done and done. I made it to work. I'm there, and I get to sip on some bad coffee and look at my email. Exciting stuff. My building is on the corner of Pressler and Fannin. It's 26 stories tall. You can see it from a ways away. This intersection is pretty crazy. Fannin and Pressler is the bottom of the med center, right before you hit the bayou. There's a rail stop. It's the last stop going south before you get to a bunch of parking lots and a football stadium, neither of which I frequent. In the middle of the intersection, there's two rail lines cutting right through. Every once in a while, some driver decides to stop in the middle of the intersection, between the two tracks. For what reason, I have no idea. The space between the two tracks is a little bit bigger than a car. It's a tight fit. Sometimes when the train is coming, they stay there. But sometimes when two trains are coming, they stay there. As one train approaches, people turn to watch. Why are they there? What are they doing? As two trains are both coming at the same time, everyone stops to watch. Are they going to get hit? What are they doing? We don't want them to get hit, but we can't help but experience a strange expectation that the crash would fulfill. Once, I got some perfect pictures of it. I got a triptych of the car with one train coming, and then it hidden by both, and then it emerging between the two of them unscathed. I never got as good a photo as that. It got lots of likes on Instagram. I give that photo I took five stars. I give the scene five stars, but I give the driver an official rating of an idiot. In the way that we find significance in things that may or may not be significant, I want to find significance in the fact that the last episode of my podcast is um, about the craziest intersection. It's like it's meant to be. Like a season finale or something. Because it is the season finale. Actually, the series finale. You know what they say, it's not the journey that matters, it's the destination. I think Confucius said that. There is a walk home after work after all, but that's another thing. Time goes by slower when we're on the way somewhere. It goes by faster on the way home, most of the time. But I won't podcast about the walk home. You can imagine it. I can't understate the importance of the imagination. Walking helps with that. I had ideas about something more extensive for this episode, but I didn't do them. I'm just here to give stars, but I'm not sure how many yet. I was thinking someone could interview me about what I've learned doing the podcast, but then I thought that could be its own funny podcast where people just come on to interview me on every episode and ask me about how I'm so smart, funny, and clever. Long before I walked to work, maybe four apartments ago, I lived by a rail station. It was an okay apartment in a nice part of town. I think I lived there for five years before I got priced out. Back then, I would take the rail to and from work. Every day for lunch, I would take it home. 
At home, I'd put a sweet potato in the toaster oven, set a timer, and nap till the timer went off, and the sweet potato was done. Maybe I'd have some cheese toast, too, and I'd watch the beginning of The Daily Show. Back, back then, it was funnier. I never watched the interviews. I did this every day. It was nice while it lasted. Now, when I don't have time to walk to work or it's raining, I walk to the rail. It still takes 20 minutes to get there, which is doable if it's pouring, at least more doable than an hour in the rain, and it's not like you have a choice. In general, I wonder if I've said everything I have to say with the show, or if maybe I've said too much even. There's a big bus station at Fannin and Pressler. For a while, maybe three apartments ago, I took the bus. Conceptually, I think I give buses and public transit in general five stars. But the actual bus I took, number four eastbound, I give that two stars because it was always late. People are pretty crazy at Fannin and Pressler. I'm surprised I've never seen anyone die there. I've seen lots of people almost get hit by cars, but always almost. Getting off the rail platform, people turn and cross the street without looking to see if a light is green or if there are cars coming. It's one of those situations where if someone else is going to do it, it's okay to do it. They're not going to run over all of us. That'd be crazy. So for once, I'm going to give pedestrians a low score. One star. Being a bad pedestrian gives good pedestrians like myself a bad name. I'm a five-star pedestrian, although I've never had someone actually review me. Sometimes, waiting on the platform, watching people try to run across traffic to get to the other side, a stranger and myself exchange words about being able to wait a minute to not get killed. We don't say the word patience, but that's what it's all about anyway. Maybe that's why I don't like cars. Cars are impatience itself. They're the manifestation of wanting to be somewhere else faster. And how could that manifest anything else but impatience in a person? It's all so very American. But yeah, those pedestrians, not good. One star. Me, five stars. For a while, they put a police officer on the corner who wrote a few people up for jaywalking. But that didn't last long. Maybe they figured as long as people don't get killed, everything's fine. You know how sometimes when a light goes out, it um, turns into that thing where it's blinking red lights, which means it's a four-way stop? Sometimes that happens here, and it's just crazy. They have to get cops out there at every corner to direct traffic. I won't even try to rate this situation with stars. I've seen a few people almost get crushed by trains because they were watching TV or something on their phones, looking down with their earbuds in. It would be a pretty stupid way to die, watching TV on your phone. No stars for that dude. Unless he died, and then I would feel bad and give him some stars. But stars shouldn't even come into that. A few weeks ago, someone on the corner chugged a 40 and threw it as high as he could into the air. It smashed on the sidewalk in front of a walking couple. We all looked at him for three seconds as if something would happen. And he made a jerk-off gesture, and we turned away. I am unsure how many stars he gets. I don't go to this intersection much anymore, just sometimes, when it's late and I don't want to walk through the park at night. Not that it's dangerous, just sort of weird. So I come back, to take the rail. But now it's at night, and it's fine and quiet, a very different place. 
There's a charm in the emptiness of large metro areas at night. Like, they're still up and everyone else is sleeping. I'm going to give Pressler and Fannin five stars because why not? Maybe that's too many, but I'm not giving any more stars after this episode, so maybe it's good to err on the side of excess. Give the intersection the benefit of the doubt. What if it needs that extra star? What if there's another intersection out there that needs to borrow a star? Maybe this is my time to give something back. It's my turn to pay it forward. When I thought about doing an interview on the last episode of my podcast, I thought maybe they could ask me um, if I learned anything about podcast, and did I learn anything about podcasting? Do I actually like podcasts? Is this a joke? Is this serious? Should I make another podcast? Do I think it's any good? What was the point? And was the point worth it? And most importantly, how many stars would I give this podcast? Our show is produced by Emily Hines. Our theme music is by David File. This show's had music by a number of different artists, all of whom are really talented, and I'll make sure to leave links to their stuff in the show notes. In summary, because this is the last episode, this is Joe, stepping out. Mm-hmm.